Welcome to the Hot Chicks Write Hot Books podcast with Jen Foster and Melanie Johnson, where authors give you their inside secret tips on how to be a successful best-selling author. Hey everyone, welcome to Hot Chicks Write Hot Books podcast. We're here today with our co-host Jen Foster and myself, Melanie Johnson, and we have Justine Gronwald with us. She is a famous podcaster herself. Um, she does a podcast called uh, Legal Advice in Paradise because she lives in Hawaii, lucky girl. You live in Hawaii. Yes. And she's written a number one best-selling book called um, Legal Ad or, uh, Lawyer Up which I could have used a few years ago, on how to pick the best lawyer and how to pick the right lawyer for you. So she's going to give us all kinds of advice on how to find a great lawyer and probably not being uh, taken to the you-know-what by your yeah. lawyer. So welcome so much, Justine. Thanks for joining us all the way from Hawaii. Yeah, thank you, ladies, for inviting me. Yeah, welcome. Tell us a little bit about um, your book and how you got started writing it and a little bit about you, too. Oh, okay. Well, um, I was born and raised in Hawaii, and um, I live on the island of Oahu, which is which has the capital of Honolulu. So it's like got eight hundred thousand people on this tiny little island. Um, but as far as my book, how I got started, it actually was inspired by my podcast show, which is called uh, Legal Advice in Paradise. And you can find that on YouTube, iTunes, Spreaker, SoundCloud. Um, and what inspired me to write the book is that I interview these attorneys in their specific area of the law so people understand that if they're looking for a certain type of attorney, the knowledge that they should have uh, should be as concentrated as my guests. You know, when you go to an attorney and they, can, they say, well, I can handle your case, well, that's part of the book. You, you need to really, really interview them, you know, to see if they have the knowledge, if they've done the similar cases, so um, um, how do you ask the attorney? What do you do? You suggest in your book what they should ask the attorney to find that out? Exactly. Um, first of all, um, you need to identify what your your problem is, uh, your issue. What are you coming against? So I I tell people to um, write down all the notes of your your situation. Um, and then when you go on, on looking for attorneys, and there's different ways you can do it. You can do internet, friends, referrals, and whatnot. It's all spelled out in the book. And also, I, I address your mindset because a lot of people who look for an attorney are mostly, most times are very emotional, wouldn't you say, depending on the situation. So you're not clearly looking at it. You're rushing in. You're making an, an emotional choice, however, People need to realize that when they choose an attorney, that's a long-term relationship because a lot of people don't understand that it's not like an hour episode law, law TV, okay? It's not going to get solved in an hour. Typically, like my case was four years. There's a lot of people that stretch out to 10 years. Um, even if it's 12 to 24 months, it's a, it's a while. So you really need to make sure you have the... Um, you have a connection with the attorney who makes you feel comfortable. But most of all, in the book is a series of questions that you need to ask. And what I tell people is don't be afraid to ask. Because if you get too intimidated because they know the law, because they hold a law degree, um, that might set you back. You, you need to have a list of questions of have they done this type of thing before? Have they won? Do they go to trial? Um, are they trial attorneys? Do they always, do they always ask for mediation, arbitration, um, 
and and you know what what is their their I guess not for us in sales it's closing but what what do they do do they get settlements you know do they mediate all those types of things and so what I did is I reached out to three judges two of them are retired uh, one was a former lieutenant governor and uh, the other one uh, they they were all judges though and I asked them I said hey you for all attorneys uh, one of them is an active judge right now what makes a good advocate what do you look for so a lot of the things are red flags to look for and I think that's what a lot of people don't realize is that you know so I just found the need because my attorney um, actually as we're speaking I have another attorney who uh, how, how this happened is that I was you know I cold call a lot of my guests I asked him if they want to be on my show so when I called this one particular attorney he said um, why are you doing this podcast show anyway and I said well you know I had my case I lost and I told him a little bit about it and he goes wait a minute it looks like there's something here I said what he says legal malpractice so um, I said well I don't know if I want to go down that road this thing is has been shut since 2011 but when I went online this guy was sued for legal malpractice in the past mm -hmm. and some wow. other yeah and some other cases against him so this is part of the book do your homework search these attorneys are they you know are have they been disciplined with the um, office of disciplinary action or mm -hmm. the, the complete name but check you know do your homework do a background check on these people and people don't, if, you, if I were to ask you today, uh, do you know how to choose an attorney, what would your answer be? Yeah, no. <laughs> I have a, a personal horror story too. I mean, I went through divorce and um, they really did me a disservice at the end. They're supposed to sever you from everything from your ex-spouse and they didn't do that. So I was still legally bound when he went upside down financially. I was oh. legally bound to credit cards, to uh, leases on equipment for our company, for um, all kinds of different things. So all of a sudden I was drowning and people were looking to me for collections and they never severed me from all of that amongst other things that they did that uh -huh. were me. But that was mm -hmm. one of the large things. And um, I remember even asking them questions, well, what if this happens? What are you going to do? And I never got a straight answer. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah, so, so in the book I in the book I recommend that you go with your list of questions and don't hesitate to ask. Now if the attorney kind of backs off and kind of like hands and haws and wants to skirt around it, leave them. Yeah. Get rid of them. <laughs> That's so smart. Yeah, so Those are great, I, great yeah. advice. Can I show you a prototype of my book? Yes, yeah, let's see your book. Can you see it? Does it look okay? Oh, yeah, it looks, looks awesome. Mm -hmm. um, right now, it's still in Kindle, Amazon. And as you know, it went to number one in three categories. And when I open my podcast show now, I always hold the prototype up. Mm -hmm. um, right now, I'm still... I'm, that's the beauty of, of doing uh, uh, independent publishing, right, girls, is that mm -hmm. you can go and revise anytime you like. I've already revised the, uh, the digital ebook version. And I'm making, I'm filling it more so it can have more of a spine uh, with really good content. And then when I revise that, I'll be revising the digital yet again. And then I'll have a really nice size uh, paperback. So it's still, I'm looking at maybe June to have the paperback finally. Awesome. So I don't think most of our, um, most people know 
but Justine, so you don't really have like a legal background, but then you went and you wrote a book about lawyers. So, so let's kind of talk a little bit about this. So what, I mean, your background, I mean, you weren't an author before, right? And you weren't like a podcast expert. So, yeah. I mean, what's your background? Where did you come from? Just tell us a little bit about that. Oh, okay, so actually, I went to I I actually went to court with one of my ex spouses. I've been married three times. It was against the second one, and um, during the almost twenty years that I ran his office, I did little did I know that I was doing A/B testing in marketing the old-fashioned way because we sold uh, vacant land property different places of the 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 U.S. mainland. We mm -hmm. settled in Arizona. But we used to do ads in nickel, you know, the nickel, penny saver, mm -hmm. uh, the various array of newspapers, and we would do split testing the old, slow way, mm -hmm. right? Not like today, marketing, where it's all internet and really fast, right? Mm -hmm. So, and I also worked with someone who did copyright, and he trained under Jay Abrahams. So, you know, Jay Abrahams is like the guru, right? Mm -hmm. So I, little by little, I, um, I also worked with another copy, copywriter that did our newsletters the very old-fashioned way, uh, physically in the mail. So little did I know, and I never went to college. I never had any formal training. Um, I was I learned how to run a business. Um, I I looked overlooked at least three employees at a time, a bunch of salesmen, and the marketing. And so when I stepped away from my job, and this was in 2007, it was because of a a lot of things. I, I, I bring it up in my book about the abuse that I had uh, at, when I was married to this man, both physically and emotionally. And when we got divorced, we're, we're married only four years, um, and then I got divorced, but I stayed with the company as the vice president and, and, and office manager. Um, you know, he would do very abusive things to me. So one day in 2007, I just had enough, and I I walked away. So when I walked away, I thought, what am I going to do? I've been, un well, you know, I had been with the company almost 20 years. How do I go out and look for another job? Well, wow. that job mentality is not in me. I try not, it's just not me. I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I went, I, I got very, very attracted to anything with marketing. Mm -hmm. And uh, one day I was walked, I was on my computer and I don't know how I did it, but all of a sudden this infomercial type of thing came up and it was with instant customer mm -hmm. and um, I was very intrigued so it was December 2011 um, that I you know investigated it invested it and so that's what I've been using my strong point so far has been with trade shows but as you know you know you have to be all around as we call you every everywhere now so when I learned about podcasts like you gals right mm -hmm. it's a great way to get your message out as well as the video, as well as the book. So I'm, I'm doing everything at all touch points, and I offer it to my clients as well. Awesome. And uh, the book is a great positioning thing. I have some very, very distinguished people in my book. Uh, the former mayor and pro city prosecutor, city prosecutor of Honolulu, wrote my forward, and then mm -hmm. I have those prestigious attorneys uh, in my book, as well as the judges. So. Um, I think, Jen, you were getting to the point where I didn't have any training in law or anything, but as you and I know, all you have to do is interview the experts, mm -hmm. and that'll be your book. And so that's what I did. I took my experience of my nightmare story of losing my case, um, my own investigation, and then I went to the experts, and I blended it all together with my, with my story. 
So mm -hmm. I kind of like is my story included with with the experts on how to, and then I have lead capture mechanisms in there as well. Mm -hmm. so tell us, it's such a great um, story of how you did that. Kind of walk us through the actual process because I could see where if I didn't know anything about writing a book or doing anything and I'm hearing your story and I think, gosh, I have something similar that I can tell, I might be overwhelmed with all that. Say, right. gosh, how do I interview these people? How do I put that all together? So kind of walk us through step by step how you created the content of your book. And um, did you record people? I mean, what exactly did you do? Well, because I was already doing my, my podcast and I'm kind of like um, different from the other podcasters because I chose to do the long haul and do video as well. And um, I, I edit my own video. I put it together. So my, my podcast take me a lot of time. So I just thought I'd apply it to my book as well. Mm -hmm. um, I, I just made it as part of my podcast. Um, actually, the, the three um, interviews with the judges, I actually offer it as a bonus. It's not available to the public. Um, I have it in YouTube, but it's locked on private. Mm -hmm. So not, not everybody can see it. So if you get my book, I offer those three videos where I'm actually sitting in the judges' chambers. Now, what are the chances you get to do that, right? Sit intimately, one-on-one -on -one with the judge and ask him straightforward, what does it take? You know, what makes a good attorney? So I, I kind of formulated it in my head because I had done the podcast up to that point. Um, I think I was doing the podcast for about seven months by then. Mm -hmm. And so I had the hang of, you know, interviewing people. So. For those who don't want who don't want to do the the video, you can easily like a lot of us know you can take your iPhone and record them, uh, send it to a transcriptionist. Um, so, like you gals are are telling people, you don't need to write the book. You know, you just have to record it, uh, transcribe mm -hmm. it, make sure that the transcriptionist is is learned to take out all the ums, ers, ifs, buts, and repetitive, redundant things, clean it up for you. And uh, what I did is I, I interviewed, I, took, I actually, girls, I took three of my podcast episodes and put it in my book. And it was already existing. I just, what I did is I actually, for two of the attorneys, I, so I sold them a chapter. So one attorney that I had recorded months before, before I even knew I was going to do the book, I presented to him. I said, hey, you do estate planning and everything. How's about if you pay for a chapter? And so I charged him a certain amount, and it included lead capture. So in the back of his episode, you'll see the QR code, his his URL. You can text or call to get more information and um, attend one of his free workshops. Then there was another attorney who paid a little less to be in my book, and that was medical malpractice. And his didn't have the lead capture, but it had all his contact information, you know, his website, his phone number, and all that stuff. So I actually made some money on the book, you know, just, um, how much did I make? Like 2300 or something like that, 2500 That is yeah. so brilliant. Most people are thinking, oh, would you please be in my book? And they don't turn around and say, hey, if you want to be in my book, I'm, it's going to cost you so much money because you're going to be able to promote this and say that you're in this book. That's just genius. I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, I haven't. I have a monthly charge for the one that does the lead capture, but I haven't charged him. I'm not going to charge him the monthly until it gets into paperback. I feel that's only fair. So whoever's buying my Kindle version, you know, if they log on to his 
uh, Lee Capture, whatever, I'm not going to charge him. It's just harder as an ebook. I think, you know, like most people, we still want to touch, feel, and everything. Mm -hmm. However, um, however, uh, you know, it's easy if you do it for clients to tell them, hey, you know, how much is an ebook? You want to get your message out? If you don't want to pay to give them a whole paperback, the ebook is a really cheap way to get your information to them, and it can be click. It can have clickable links in there too, you know, to get to more of your captures. So that's kind of. I love it, Justine. I think it's so great that you just took the opportunity, and instead of saying and making the excuse of, oh, I don't have enough money to publish a book, or I, you know, I, I don't really, you know, know anything about, you know, being a lawyer or, or how to pick one. You just took action and you went out and did it and you said, okay, I'm going to interview lawyers, I'm going to find out what are the best questions to ask, how to hire the best lawyer, and then tell my story and put it all in a book. I right. love it. Right. I love and, it. And, and there's a spin-off of my book. Right now I have a campaign. Um, it's called SeedTheBooks.org. And in my book I talk about the abuse that I, I, I experienced at the hand of my ex-husband. And in the book I said, you know, I a lot of you must be reading this and asking why in the world did you stay with this abuser and I said in the pages I said while I know you know it's a really important issue to address it's for another book you know it's a whole different thing um, so what I'm, I have a campaign right now that um, some of our people in our in our colleagues like um, Tony Fries but actually of instant customer I don't know if he's instant customer who else um, Neil Neal, who's in Publish and Profit, Jimmy Harding, and Jim House have all contributed to this. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a book, a video channel, and a podcast channel to address domestic violence and abuse, and because one out of four women are abused. So shortly I'll be, I'll be interviewing Neil Neal, who, who's in Publish and Profit. He actually works with women of abusive partners, or people, mostly women, of alcoholics. I also have a, an abuse survivor and she later worked as a volunteer to help other abused women. I'm going to be interviewing her. So as you can see I'm using the same method. Mm -hmm. um, also I want to reach as many people as possible so there'll be a book, a podcast, and a video because as you and I know, especially for an issue like this, it's best to get as in different devices as possible, right? The mobile, the laptop, the tablets, the Apple TVs, everything, however you can get it in their hands. And I want to take this book and go into schools because there's a lot of middle school, high school already, they're experiencing violent dating, mm -hmm. you know, and even, even, even boyfriend-girlfriend rape. So mm -hmm. if we can stop the cycle from happening because it's a learned behavior, I want to go into the schools with the book and give it to the ones that need it at no cost. Mm -hmm. So, so this book here. Sorry. <laughs> so, so the book, both the books are coming out of seeds of adversity, and um, I just think more people, if they have been through something, if they share it with other people, they just can, they can let people know that they're not alone and there's solutions too as well. I love that. Yeah, I do too. That's what makes the difference between um, uh, a thriver and a survivor. 
that you take things that happen to you and um, you make something positive out of it. And you've created a platform on your several different levels to be able to yeah. help and share your experience that you know people will listen to you when you can have something bad happen to you and succeed afterwards and make it into a positive thing. I just think that's so awesome. Right, right. And uh, this this was just um, like all of all three ladies, you know, we all know that when we learn new strategies, new technology and everything, if you implement it and you just start doing it, somehow it's 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 like um, uh, um, your assets. You just keep collecting them. You learn how to do the videos, you learn how to do the podcasting, you learn how to books and then do the books and then you just put it all together. So mm -hmm. on that note, so you kind of taught yourself how to do that. What would you say um, two things uh, that got you motivated to do that, like pushed you over that line to actually start to create and write and to do the podcast and everything? And what are some of the do's and don'ts that you learned along the way? Like, oh, gosh, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> well, there's, there's a long list, you guys. <laughs> um, Sorry, I will that I, one. Maybe it's a do. Well, the first thing is, as when I was following with the whole podcast on how to create one, a lot of us, you know, we're thinking Google Hangouts like we're doing now, Skyping and all that stuff. So I'm like, okay, you know, I can just do it from my home. I can do it with this in the background and all that stuff. But when I started cold calling attorneys and approaching friend attorneys that I already knew, I said, okay, so all you need is a webcam. We'll do Google Hangouts, Skype. You're like, huh? What? What's that, right? So uh, what I did was I just took my podcast on the road, and I just took my laptop, my Logitech C920, my Yeti microphone, which is this right here, uh -huh. and I bought a carry-on case at Macy's that was on sale. I put everything together. I go on location. The attorneys are sitting close to me, we're, 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 and, and while we're doing this, we're... Um, I'm building trust with them, rapport, so that, in fact, just before we got on here, I proposed a whole package to one of the attorney firms that I, I, I interviewed because they want me to, they want me to exclusively uh, interview them on family law. <laughs> and the attorney that I originally interviewed was my first divorce attorney when I was 26. So I've known him for almost 30 years, 25 years. Mm -hmm. So I just put together a package to do just like I was talking about. I said, hey, instead of just doing interviews, how's about I do this? Interview video, YouTube channel, podcast channel, book, put it all together and I'll show you how to implement it and get it out and enhance your word of mouth. And uh, the good thing is that he's already uh, written a book called Divorce with Decency. Now, as you, you ladies and I know, if you go to a, usual, a, a typical publishing house, he has all these books that he can't get rid of, okay? He's got tons of them. They don't do any marketing for him whatsoever. And um, also, he doesn't have it in ebook. Um, there's not that flexibility for him to go in, make changes, and do print on demand. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, so I'm proposing a book for them to just cover every single aspect of law, in like child custody, uh, paternal, uh, prenuptials, everything, and each interview, as you and I know, will will represent a chapter, mm -hmm. and each chapter will have a lead mechanism to go to that particular attorney that specializes it within their firm. 
So we'll see what he says and um, go from go from there, right? <laughs> That's yeah. what we do. Right. So so what what I'm learning for myself I can do for others. I've already done the podcast and YouTube channel package for one for one client who's not an attorney. But just so happened that client is a friend of this attorney. So it's like you do your networking and mm-hmm. and it takes time, right, ladies? It, it your clients yeah. just don't come overnight. It just is a lot of nurturing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they watch what you're doing, you yeah. know. And um, with my podcast, just the other day, I got a text. Somebody texted me and said, "Hey, I've been watching your videos. Can you can you refer an attorney?" I get Facebook messages. I get email messages for me to refer attorneys. I'm like. Okay, I gotta monetize this somehow. So if you guys can <laughs> like brainstorm with me, I would love that. <laughs> How to get paid for referrals? Yeah, <laughs> that might be the next you know offshoot of this whole thing. Mhm. I love it, Justine. It's so great that you took the action and that you're getting results from it. Um, and and I know that you know to me the do's I get from Justine are just go do it, and the don'ts are don't. Not do it, or you know. Yeah, there <laughs> are so. Sure I guess I guess what it was is that it turned into a really good thing. Um, don't assume that people, when you interview them, will have a webcam, depending on their demographics as far as age and stuff. Uh, these attorneys are well seasoned; they've been around for a long time, um, but they're not into this uh, technology stuff. So just be ready mm-hmm. if you really want to get that interview. Uh, you have to be willing to go to their place. It'll be worth it. Um, you'll be uh, growing a relationship. A lot of them are nervous, but at the end, they said they had fun being on my show. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of them have never done. They've been on TV, you know, when they're on the news because they're communicators, but they've never sat down and done anything like what I did, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, would you suggest, like, if someone's not an, an author, they want to become an author, but not necessarily a podcaster, they could just go in maybe with their phone and use Evernote or one of their voice memos and record the conversation without doing the video exactly. if they want to be more simple. Mm-hmm. More simple. If you want to do it, like, super fast, um, um, you can do it that way. I just think if you have the assets, you might as well reuse it as many ways as you can. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, when I interviewed this one attorney, the divorce attorney, I decided out of the 30-minute interview, I took a little snippet, five minute, and it addressed pornography and the effect that it has on marriage, which is all negative. Mm-hmm. So I took that little snippet, and it got so many views, more than the long version, more than the others, because first of all, the keywords pornography <laughs> in the video, right? Um, yeah. You know, so it's an eye catcher, and I just talked to him last night. He goes, "Whoa, that one! Whatever you did is getting a lot of hits and all that stuff." So repurpose whatever you do, repurpose it. You know, mm-hmm. that's true. That's a really good tip that you can do it one time. Like you went in and did an interview for a chapter of this book, but you made a. It could be a podcast interview, and then it turns into a chapter of a book, and it turns into a YouTube video, and then you've got yeah. snippets that you can use in different blogs and things like that. So you just did something one time, and all of a sudden you have used it for all these different audiences. That's a great, a great yeah. advice. Mm-hmm. And you can build your audience through your book. You know, you guys have it in your books where you have lead capture mechanisms, and you build your list there in case you, in case you have other products or services or you're going to write another book, you already have 
really, really hot leads because they already bought your book. So they're on your email list because of your book. So anything that you create after that, you got a great following. They already like what you do or they've you know, they've already purchased. They're already a, a certified purchaser. So that's really helpful if you're gonna write a book. Mm -hmm. I love all your tips, Justine. They're awesome. I'm sure that our listeners are getting great value from this. Um, I think you, if you want, do you have any stories, like any kind of funny story or anything that happened yeah. to you since you've written your book? It was so so cool. Okay, so I'm um, I'm one of those who's not afraid to do certain wacky things, and my I, I embarrass my children sometimes. But I took this prototype, right? And I wanted to do I wanted to do some some um, uh, dream storming or whatever. So I actually went to our Ala Moana Center, which has the only bookstore left, the Barnes and Noble. Mm -hmm. So I went there and I went to the best, you know, they have the best seller um, shelf, right? So they had all the best sellers. So I moved one on the side and I put this prototype right on top of it. Mm -hmm. Then I took a photo of it. And then behind me I heard some people talk. And, I, you know, they're looking at my books. So I took the book off the shelf because I'm like, okay, I took the picture. This is not right. I'm putting this. <laughs> and then she said, oh, I wanted that book. <laughs> and my husband said, I'm sorry, you know, this is the, she took the last one. I said, oh, you mean this book? She goes, yes, I want this. I want that book. I said, well, you know what, it's just, it's just a prototype. She goes, but I wanted it because I'm an attorney. <laughs> I said, really? She goes, yes, I'm an attorney. I'm like, I felt so good. And then I just, I just walked away laughing because it was a, it was a fake book. And girls, you know what? The book wasn't even ready in ebook version. I didn't even do retail. It was just the cover. And then I took the book and I, they have like a little Starbucks, you know, coffee part of Browns or Noble. So I put the book down and I was paying for my coffee and the guy said, Well, I'm trying to you know, do you want to pay for that book here? I said, Oh no, it's not it's not a real book, okay? I'm just I'm just writing this right now. He goes, Oh my god, I thought it was a real book, so <laughs> That's awesome. Fun story. I love it. <laughs> That's so great. That's a great story. Yeah. So and, don't and be afraid. Yeah. Don't be afraid to dream build because I took I took it to different parts. I took it to the lawyer section as well, and I mm -hmm. took a picture of it sitting among the other lawyer books. So I dream build that way too. Mm -hmm. What did you do to uh, promote your book? Have you done it to try and get um, you know people to buy it and let people know it's out there? Um. <laughs> Podcast for sure. Yeah, in my mind, it was mostly as a positioning mechanism, so I could show other people that I wrote a book, and in the end, I would like to write books for others. Um, and also, uh, it was a great way to earn a little money, right? <laughs> and um, as far as the ebook, um, you know, I've gotten paid already at ninety-nine cents. Um, I've already gotten paid by Amazon, which is really cool. And as soon as it gets into um, paperback. Uh, I really want to start promoting it, but in my podcast show, I didn't do much promotion, but I got a list of almost 300 uh, members of my, um, what I call Agent of Change Legal Advice in Paradise membership, where every every uh, show that comes out, I send it to them. So I was able to give them the link to buy my, my Amazon book to that list. So lists are very, very important, and of course, I did it all on social media and everything, but I think I'm going to do a little bit more push. Uh, once I get the, the paperback done, 
Um, I've done I've done morning TV news before, like to to promote my podcast. My podcast wasn't even live yet, so I got myself on morning news TV to expose my my podcast and what it was all about. So I'm going to repeat the same when I have the physical copy, and I'm going to take the distinguished guests with me, um, writers in this book that contributed, so I can attract uh, the viewers of the morning TV show. Then I'm going to do press releases and then do book signings as well. So. I think I'm going to have more fun with the paperback than I did the ebook because the ebook is the ebook is not as tangible. It it exists, but there's nothing like holding this and signing it, and then I can have like the the former mayor sign his portion and the former lieutenant governor and mm -hmm. all the judges. You know, it's just going to be fun. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Great, that's awesome. Mm hmm I love that. Well, so tell us, um, anyone listening to this, why do you think they should write a book? What would your What would your advice be? I think, from the standpoint of a business, I think it's really important because it gives you um, a positioning tool like never before. If you If you present that book to someone other than your your business card, and uh, you know you got competitors in your product or service niche. Um, who do you think is going to get the business? It's the person with the, the book. And um, of course, content is really important. They can open it and learn about you. And as they learn about you, it's your way of helping them build the trust. Uh, they'll like you, they'll trust you, they'll remember you. And then we can do the method where you can autograph it to them, or you can recommend a chapter to them, and put your personal private number and your email. And it just personalizes the whole thing, um, and then they'll talk to other people about it. And uh, of course, you have if you have your lead capture mechanisms in there, even better. Um, and then also, if you, I think a lot of families, in, our colleagues have children. Uh, we can teach our children to do the same, you know, so that it prepares them for if they decide to become business owners. Or if they work for someone, they can mm -hmm. say, hey, you know, I wrote a book. Why don't we do this? You know, this is going to be, you know, a, re um, mm -hmm. a great asset to, to your business. So, you know, teaching the young people to do it early on, um, even to get on video and stuff, it'll help them because that's just the way the world turns now. Yeah. And I, I get a kick of showing people my Kindle on my iPhone. And say, here's my book. Wow, that's so cool. Mm -hmm. You know, so even if you don't have your your paperback as a business, you can show people, and then you can also, you know, text them a link. Even if you if you really want them to have it, what I've been doing is giving them complimentary copies of my PDF, which mm -hmm. they can still go on get on the link. So a book is really, really a great positioning tool. It really gives you authority um, and. Um, People really respect people who are authors, really. Yes. I, you know, I think you brought up so many good points about, um, you know, having the video, and you had said um, even when, uh, you know, someone thinks, oh, I got a publisher to help me with my book, but they don't do any of the marketing, and that lawyer had all those books sitting there backed up, yeah. and um, and then you're getting going, but you're still um, having to get your book onto uh, a hard copy with right. 
space and trying to get that printed. What's so cool, um, as you know, Jen and I are doing an event down in the Dominican Republic and we're doing a book writing event where we're making all that so simple for you. We're, we're creating the videos while you're down there that week. You're going to have 50 copies of your book printed for you already. You're going to have your ebook done. You're going to have your videos done. Um, and we do all the marketing for you to push it on social media. And so it's like you just, the person that goes down there, they just have to concentrate on their content and we help that get out of them and by using all the systems that we know and so they don't have to worry about all that stuff and it makes it so much simpler for them. Mm -hmm. You know you know what I see really good about that for those who take advantage of your Dominican Republic retreat is that they're away from the everyday grind okay because when you're trying to create and you got the kids you got if you're a single mom like me and Jen if you got the kids, you got the school, you got their sports. I mean, that's what I've, I'm going through right now. Um, and just everyday things, it's like you can't really focus. You want to, but if you just include yourself um, like a Hemingway, except you don't have to do it the old way, right? You're not kind yeah. of paper. If you can get away in a beautiful, gorgeous setting, because I saw your videos, they're unreal. Um, and just relax and just let the creative juices flow and just come out so authentic in your in your in your interviews or your your video recordings or oh, even more you know people can feel that you know they can feel it in in your words and everything it's just a whole different atmosphere and i think that's a great idea that you guys have I love that. We're going to start calling it the Hemingway experience. Yes, I'm Hemingway because, you know, well, I don't know. Are you guys going to drink like him? <laughs> Maybe just no. a little, right? <laughs> yeah, well, we, it is an all-inclusive resort, and we will be eating a lot and, you know, enjoying a few cocktails. But, yeah, we still have to write a book and get some content created, so we won't be drinking too much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, they have the best pina coladas there. They put this oh. cooking thing inside the pina colada. I've never seen anything like it. It's really amazing. So I'm looking forward to having a couple of those when I'm down there. Well, I'm that's gonna, all I either. I'm going to teleport one right now, like right here in my hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need to come to Hot Chicks Write Hot Books just for the pina coladas and the helicopter ride. You're right. Yeah, what are, the, what are the dates on that? It's uh, June 13th through June 20th uh, for 2015, and um, yeah, when they arrive, uh, we get helicopter rides from the airport what? to the hotel and then back again. Pretty sexy, oh, huh? Sweet. Yeah. I would record. I would record that too. I mean, <laughs> just like, I would get my iPhone and be in a helicopter and like, you know, record everything. Yeah, we'll be doing lots of video while we're there, and we will also have an event in October of 2015 and we'll be continuing to hold events like this and mini workshops and big week-long re retreats so that we can help people get their book out and get their book um, on paper and on ebook just like you have. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's and I know I know we talked about it back in San Diego and you two just got together and brought it to fruition. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we have a, um, you know, for those people who can't make it to the event, uh, Jen and I are getting ready to put a product together for everybody um, that will be at a different price point that maybe if you want to do it on your own that will give you all the tools and advice that we have that um, you can do it. And we're going to have that product out um, after probably by uh, September or so we're looking to mm -hmm. do that product out. Mm -hmm. That's cool. That's cool. So you guys thought of everything, you know, surroundings, the whole thing, right? 
Yeah, it's gonna be so nice. <laughs> you say it's, we're all well, we're all single moms, all three of us. It's just so nice. Oh, that's uh, right. Chef comes and cooks breakfast for us every morning, and there's maid service every day, and um, it's just so chill and nice to be waited on for a change. It's yeah. a, you know that environment. Well, Justine, thank you so much for coming and interviewing oh, awesome. today. Hot chicks, right? Hot books. You are definitely a hot chick. We're hot chicks. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, um, tell us your website again, so everyone can um, find you. Um, actually, the the only link that I would tell you to go to is for my book, which is www.lawyerupbook.com. Um, that's lawyerupbook.com. Right now, it's ninety nine cents in Kindle. And as you go in there, you can buy it off of Amazon. And when you do and send your email receipt from Amazon to my, you know, you'll have that email that you can send it to. You'll get those three exclusive uh, interviews with the judges, as well as um, every week you'll get one of my episodes from Legal Advice in Paradise automatically. So that's part of the book, just for getting my 99 cent book. That's great. Yeah. You want to make sure they tune into your podcast as well. Yes, yeah, so yeah, you can find me if you have iTunes in your phone or wherever in your car. It's uh, Legal Advice in Paradise. You can also go to uh, YouTube and look for Legal Advice in Paradise, and you'll find all my, um, all my episodes as well as the creation of Lawyer Up and now the creation of Seed the Books uh, to bring awareness and address domestic violence and abuse. And that would be uh, the website for that is... Um, seedthebooks.org uh, if you want to contribute uh, that would be great then we can help a lot of those people uh, suffering in silence and fear you are just such an inspiration. You're an inspiration that you're uh, the super entrepreneur, implementer, um, just taking the world by the cojones and just going <laughs> for it. And, um, and then you're just inspiring with your story and helping people with what you've learned from and encouraging them. You're, I've just enjoyed your interview so much. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. So Thank much. you, Justine. All right. Well, don't forget to uh, look at Hot Chicks, write hot books, and join us at our website. Join us on YouTube and on our podcast, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Hi. Bye. For more information, you can visit our website at hotchickswritehotbooks.com or you can text your name and email address to 832-572-5285.